you know, times, uh, ewan ko, paminsan, ang daming, even pagpunta mo sa church, ang daming mong iniisip. And we just want to rest in the presence of the Lord. Amen? And let's just come and just dedicate this time. He said, hold me close, Lord. We want your presence to be here. Some of our hearts, Lord, are in this place. Some of our heart, minds, and, and, and bodies are tired. But we pray that we will be refreshed in your presence. Yeah. And also, Lord, I pray if any one of us all here are struggling with sin or struggling with errors in our life, Lord, I pray that you set us free, that we will be repentant, Lord, and that we will also, Lord, find that freedom in you. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, we thank you. We dwell in your presence. And we know that you are here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You know, when I was praying and pondering for 2023 team, I asked God what is crucial that the church must be addressed. Yung pinaplano namin, ng elders, and even the pastoral team with Pastor Ray at that time, we were asking, ano ba ang direction ng 2023 as a church? And we were praying, and there's one statement or a statement that keep on, I would say, noticing. Yung statement nang sa baba ng pangalan ng living word. And sabi doon? Loving God and loving people. And that word keep on, as I pray, as plan, you know, keep on reminding you, loving God, loving people. You often quote this statement. We see it in our collaterals. We see it in our FB page. We see it almost everywhere. We see it in our website, in Facebook. We even hear it in our online when we have our preaching and even our prayer. Loving God, loving people. I ask myself, what does it mean to love God and love people? Tanong mo sa katabi mo, ano ibig sabihin yan? Many times we quote a statement or slogan. We say it, but not really part of our lives. You know, do we live it? Or is just a statement para maganda sa pangalan natin? Mm-hmm. And I was struck with that. And I, you know, no, I think the church need to go back to the basic. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, basic. 
we go back to the basic that we may love God and love people. The call of the church, Living Word Fellowship. You know, last week, Brother Sam started a series on focusing on the love of God. And because it is, if we desire to love God, and if we desire to love our family, and we desire to love our community, it has to first begin with God. We read in 1 John chapter 4.19, we love because He first loved us. The reason why we can respond in loving others is because He first loved us. And today, we'll be focusing on loving God. It's a very broad topic. In the coming weeks, months, we'll be discussing it in detail. But we'll be focusing on loving God because if we are to love our family, if we are to love our community or the world, we first need to settle the condition of our heart. Ayusin muna natin ang ating mga puso so that we can love our families. When I say families, is our biological or even our care groups. If we decide to love communities, we decide to love the world, then it first has to start inside us and we have to deal it. You see, our relationship with God, our relationship with God will greatly influence our relationship with others. Do you agree? Kung close na close kayo kay Lord, mapapansin mo, mas madali kang kasama. Our relationship with God will greatly influence our relationship with others. No matter your position, no matter your intellect. Kasi may maraming, maraming alam na Bible, pero ang hirap maging kasama. Siya pa ang nag-aaway ng iba. No matter your ministry accomplishment or achievement or position, no matter how long you've been a Christian, our vertical relationship with God will impact the way we relate and have relationship with each other. You know why? Because if we are growing in the deeper walk with the Lord, if we are being intimate with God, we are knowing who He is, God will change our heart. God will mold our heart. God will transform us and He mold us to be more and more like Him. If we get to know Him more, the way we treat people will be different because His love will overflow in our life. Kaya sabihin mo sa katabi mo, ayusin mo muna yung heart mo, sister. Yung heart natin muna sa Panginoon. Turo-turo ka ng problema ng iba. Yung puso mo naman may problema. Let's settle it. Because if we don't deal with this matter of our heart, our relationship with God, no matter our effort as an individual, as a church, to love family, love community, it will be short-lived. And it will, in our team, will just mere words. Salita lang, pero walang action. I pray that this year, the Lord will open our hearts, and even today, because if we sincerely desire to reach out our families, if we desire to reach out more people for the Lord, God has to change our heart that we may grow in intimate with Him and deeper relationship with God. And I pray for 2023, we will love more and more and more and that we will abide in Him. Abide. Simple pero ang hirap. Simple pero madali natin malimot to call to love Him. That's why I'm entitled this sharing, Abiding in God's Love, and we'll be reading from 1 John chapter 4, 
13 to 16. Abiding in God's love. And invite all of us to stand as we give reverence to the reading of His Word. Let me read verse 13. By this we know that we abide in Him and He in us because He has given us His Spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent His Son and to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in Him and He in God. So we have to come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love and whoever abides in love abides in God. And God abides in him. Let's pray. Lord, we are thankful for this day that you have brought us this afternoon. Lord, this is a topic that's basic to many of us. No profound concept needed to be shared. It's simple. But yet, Lord, it's hard for us to do and apply in our life. Panginoon, I pray that as we go into this theme of loving God, loving family and community, Lord, firstly, deal with our hearts. We ask for your Holy Spirit na kayo po ang humipo sa aming mga puso, na mababago niyo ang aming puso. For we know, Lord, there's nothing impossible to you. That you can change us, even the hardest of heart, you can soften it. Lord, we desire for this day, Lord, that we be revived of our life for you. Holy Spirit, come and take over this service today. Salamat, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. You may be seated. When John was writing this letter, when John was writing this letter, this, he was addressing an issue in the church. And the church was in, in disunity. There were division among them. The, the relationship were broken in the church that John was writing. Kaya pag nabasa nyo itong chapter 4, paragi niya sinasami, love your brother, love your brother. Inasabi niya yun, dahil yung church na yun ay watak-watak. Watak-watak, magulo. And the reason of that the church is, uh, is, is divided is because false teachers came into the church. Or even this false teacher is from the church. And that what the, these false teachers were doing, they were rejecting the deity of Jesus Christ. They were also questioning and challenging the nature of God. And because of this teaching that's prevalence of church at that time, it caused division within them. And some of them who were influenced with this teaching, ano nangyari? Some of them led a moral corrupt life. Some of them have a distorted view of spirituality. And lastly, what impact them is this, they neglected the importance of relationship in the community. So it reminds us, it reminds us that what we believe what we embrace will inform our lifestyle and also inform and apply and it will manifest in the way we interact with people. I remember a friend of mine when I was work, working in Simotome, he said, he's a, he's a Filipino at nandun siya sa, sa same office kami dito, and he shared his, his experiences sa Pilipinas. He shared to me his church was once a vibrant church. Yung pumunta siya dito, narinig niya yung church niya pala ay nag-away-away niya. So tinanong ko nangyari, dahil may false teaching pumasok doon. Ano nung false teaching yun? Sabi nila, yung false teaching na ito is hindi na kailangan ikaw mag-repent kasi forever ka nang forgiven. No, look clearly, you have to read the scripture from old until the end. Even in the book of Revelation, God is calling people to repent. 
And if you humble yourself, God will freely give, forgive. So because of the teaching, it split the church. Nag-away-away sila. Now, it's the same scenario here. John was writing to a church who is divided, who nag-away-away sila. And, but look at how he responded and how he addressed this matter. In chapter 4, if you look in your text, the first thing he did in chapter 4 of 1 John is to warn them. What did he say there? Warn them to test every spirit in teaching. In chapter 4, in verse 1 to 6, let me read, read a few of them. It says here, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. So he's warning them. Kaya away-away dahil sa doctrine or teaching. So he's telling them first, test. Test. Teaching. Test everything. And then after that, he moved forward. After testing, after warning them, John proceeded by writing and telling them and restating what they should believe, what they ought to believe about God's nature. We warned them, and then he tell them, Sino ang Diyos? And he highlighted one character in this chapter 4 that you see, you will notice, and focus ng ina-highlight niya is this, that God is love. In verse 8, in verse 16, sinabi niyo, God is love in verse. Ngayon, when you look at this text, oftentimes we come to a conclusion. Tanong mo sa katabi mo, what is love? What is love? Nasa Bible school ako sa school eh. eh alam mo naman Pilipino eh. Sila ang Pilipino eh. Yan daw ako. Oh. Alam mo naman Pilipino pag nasa klase eh. Sila yung pasaway. Eh, yung mga... Huwag na, huwag na. Anyway, so tinanong ng teacher ng, ano, ng doctrines. So what is love? So inaisa-isa kami. May kasama kong iba-ibang lahi. So, Ruel, what is love? Sabi ko eh, love is blind. <laughs> eh, seryoso mo ka? Do you still believe that? Anyway, oftentimes when we see such statement, we come to a conclusion and we read this statement based on our assessment, based on our culture, based on our idea of love. Take note, when you study a text, when God is love, what you should do is go dive into the text and what God is saying. Huwag mong sasabihin, God is love. And then, gagawa-gawa ka lang ng idea and then you question God's love. That's off. When you see a statement like this, read what is John is writing, what is God is saying about love. And the emphasis is this. Look, the emphasis of God is love is here. Is love because he, he, he sent His Son to die in the world. In verse 9 and 10, notice here. And this is the love of God that was made manifest upon us, that God sent His only Son into the world so that we might live through Him. And this is love, not that we have loved God, but He had loved us and sent His Son to be a preparation for our sins. So when you read God is love, look at the text. What is He saying about? I said, when you read that, many people will try to come up with a conclusion. Go to the text and understand what is John referring to. He's referring to what God did 
that He sent His only Son to pay for our sin. Now, after He said this, after He warned them, after He warned them, He explained to them who God is and what God has done. Now, He would dive into, talk about in connecting God's divine work in nature and how it will influence our relationship with Him and our relationship with each other. Kaya pag binasan nyo, ang galing ng pangrarating niya. Look, in verse 7, this is what he says. Beloved, let us love one another for love is from God and what, whoever love has been born of God and knows God. Kung na-experience nyo ang pag-ibig na ito, na-surrender nyo ang, ang, ang buhay nyo sa Panginoon, you have been born of God and you know God. Verse 16, is, he says here, whoever abides in love abides in God and God abides in him. If you have fully surrendered your life to him, hindi lang dahil dumating ka ng church o lumaki ka sa church, a Christian ka na, no. You have experienced his salvation, his love. You will know inside your heart, inside you that you are a child of God. Umiba ang buhay mo. And then you know that you've been born of God and you know God. So after he explained this, now he go and jump into what? Our relationship with each other. And this is what John's instructions, very simple, indirect. Sabi niya, etong grupo na ito, etong group na to, babasahin yung verse 7. One, two, three, go. Thank you. Etong dalawa naman to. One, two, three. Mamaya kayo ha. Malakas dapat kayo dyan ha. Okay? Okay. Verse 11. Okay. Nandyan yung mga loudest group. Basahin natin 21. Go. Papalakpan natin isa't isa. Madaling basahin, mahirap gawin. It's hard. It's hard, right? Madaling basahin. Ang galing nyo. Madaling i-memorize. Pero mahirap gawin. Mahirap gawin. But this is what John was telling them. God has send His Son and He saved you. Now you have that relationship with God. And now you should have that relationship in pursuit of loving each other. You see, John's instruction to love one another has a basis. The basis is this simple. It's because of God. And basis niya is not because of certain cause o kailangan gawin. It's not based of just we try to keep peace and unity within. The basis of searching, of loving one another is because of God. That's why John has to explain it from the doctrine point, the theology part, all the way the application. I've seen care group who was so solid, so tight. When you look at them, sila ang perfect care group. They were so powerful and said, wow, ang galing nila. 
But later, as passes by, they started to collapse. You know why? They lose the focus that the care group is about God. When any group or ministry, ang focus nila ay sarili at hindi ang Panginoon, one way or another, it will collapse. It will be shaken. But if our church, if our ministry, if our care group, our family would focus on God, we desire for His will to be done, we desire for His, His, His presence to be in, in our care group, in our hopes, God will keep it intact. You see, what John was doing here is he is redirecting the church that for them to love one another, they ought to refocus and be reminded of God and His love towards His people. For us to love one another, ang ating unang titingnan muna ang ating Panginoon. Because many times we look at each other, we will love them very based on condition. I tell you that love will collapse. Therefore, we need to return to God. We need to examine our heart. We need to ensure that we are abiding in His love. And for us to abide in God's love, first point is this. We are to know Him deeper. To know Him deeper. To grow in understanding who He is. Look at verse 13 to 16. Notice there's two words at the front. In verse 13, to, and when we know. And then in verse 16, so we have come to know. For we have come to know and believe. You see, when you read, it is, it's, it's, it's repeated twice in this text. In verse 13 and 16, this word to know provides a structure on how the author would like to express and explain an important teaching. In ancient time, walang open close parenthesis. Ngayon lang yon mayroon. At ancient time, yung mga letter, walang exclamation mark. Walang mga ganon. So how they do and express an idea in thought? They use literary words like this. Pinapunta nila, lalagay nila sa in-between. And so, so one way you notice here, one thought that John was emphasizing is this. Look at the, the center of the idea here. If you look at the content of the verses in between to know, the focus is the description of God. Look at this. In verse 14, And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. In 15, whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God's abide in Him. And then the earlier verse that we know that we abide in Him and He is us because He has given us to His Spirit. The focus in this text is who? The trying God. God. This is important because if we are to grow and believe in God's love for us, we are to pursue in knowing Him more and more and more. Verse 14 focuses on God. He says that, that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. We all know what God did. In John 3.16, we read, For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish but eternal life. John was reminding them what God did. In Romans 5.10, He said, 
For if while we are enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son. And then in Romans 5, 8, it says, But God shows His love for us in that while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. So John was telling them what, who God is, His love, His great love, is His character. And then we move on in 15. The focus now is in the Son of God. Jesus, the Son of God, became the Lamb of God that He will take away the sin of the world. That He is the Savior. In verse 1 John chapter 3, 16, He says here, But we know, love, that He laid down His life for us, that we ought to lay down our life for the brothers. Ephesians 5, 25 says, As Christ loved the church, He gave Himself for her. Now, Father, the Son. Now he also highlighted the work of the Spirit. He says here that he had given the Spirit. In John chapter 14, he says here, And I asked the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. In verse 26, in chapter 14, he says, But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things that bring you in remembrance that all I have said to you. See, he's diving in. He's telling the church for you to love one another. Go back. Set your eyes on God. Kasi kahit may conflict management resolution kayo dyan, blah, blah, blah. Magtawag-tawag tayo. Oh, Ate Terry, kaaway kita. Tsaka kaaway mo si, si Sam. Magbati-bati tayo. Pero pag ang puso natin, hindi sa Panginoon, kahit magsama ko yung dalawa. Away din eh. Si John was telling them, Go back. Look upon God. You see, God did not withhold Himself for us. He came to reveal. He came to reach out despite the fact that we don't deserve it. God came to redeem us paying the cost on the cross. He came to restore the broken relationship we had with Him. With him. He came to rest and dwell in us to the Holy Spirit. From the book of Genesis until the book of Revelation, I was telling the young adult next gen last Friday, you see his pattern. His intention was to, in, to introduce himself to his people, to in, be have, having relationship with his people. Book of Re Genesis, he created man in his own image so that they have that intimacy. Read Revelation, what did he do? The church is the bride. Relationship. And for us to grow in our abiding with God, we ought to grow in knowing Him. You know, the scripture describes a lot of things about who God is. May tanong ako, anong difference sa Old Testament at sa New Testament? Tanong mo sa katabi muna. Baka alam niya. Yung letter, yung number. It was asked in one of the class, what's the difference with the Old Testament and the New Testament? Sabi ng isang studyante, si Old Testament, pala, palaging galit ang Diyos. And the New Testament, he is a happy God. But you know that statement is wrong. If you really look and read the Old Testament, you see how merciful He is. 
It was a long duration. But look at Old Testament, how was faithful he was to his people. Each time nagkamali ang mga tao, binabalik-balikan niya. Nagpadala ng prophet, nagpadala ng sino-sino man. Balik kayo, ilang years niya pinagbigyan. They tested him, yet Lord is so compassionate of his love. Pero binabasa lang natin kasi yung patayan. But if you just look in the Old Testament, he was already so compassionate, full of love. You see, you read the Word of God, you will know Him more. I pray, church, as we desire to love God, we have to abide in knowing Him more. Not just be contented with what we know now or know Him five years ago or ten years ago. Some of us have been living a spiritual life ten years ago. Alam mo, sister, ganyan ako dati. E ten years ago yun. Ano yung bagong experience nyo yung kasama mo ang Panginoon? You see, Paul, he was writing one letter to Asia Minor. And this, he's writing to this church, Church of Ephesus, Churches of Ephesus, Asia Minor. Not just one church, a few church. He was writing because there is conflict. You know how he started his letter? Read chapter 1 of Ephesians. He started with the same theme. He started what? Bringing people to look upon God. To remember His love, His mercy, His grace. Going back to the Lord. But you know, when I was reading Ephesians, what caught my attention is chapter 3. Because Paul said he, this is his prayer for the people in the churches. And let me read to you chapter 3, verse 9, 14 to 19. He says here, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth in name, that according to the riches of His glory, He may grant you to be strengthened with power to the Spirit in your inner being. 17. So that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love. This is Paul praying, ang prayer request niya sa Panginoon, that the people in Asia Minor, the people there, the churches in Asia Minor, the Ephesus, would fall in love and be grounded in His love. In verse 18, he says here, may have the strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length, and the height of death, and the depth. And verse 19, he says here, I want to focus on this, 19. He says here, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all fullness of God. To know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. Ang prayer niya na maging grounded and be rooted but all the more to know His love that surpasses knowledge. Ano hindi ibig sabihin niya? That there's more things to learn about God. When I was younger in our high school, ang desire ko talaga maging rakista. Kaya bumibili, bumibili ako palagi ng song hits. Ang una kong tinugtog ay eraser heads. Lift your heads. Baby, don't be. Alam ko, nagkakaraoke kayo, ha? So excited dyan. I would buy the song hits sa Lucky Plaza and play it. Then, after I learned that, yung next band naman, si Parokya. So I learned high school dyan. 
And I think that I know everything na. Nakatugtog lang ako ng dalawang kanta, akala ko alam ko na. But when I step into college, marami palang mas magaling. Akala ko alam ko na, yun pala, konti lang alam ko. You know, in our journey of faith, the more you know God, the more you realize that you don't know that much. You know, I went to Mindanao and we went to mountain. You know, when you are at the bottom, you don't see much. But when you go up, you see a lot. Let me show you this picture. When you are at the bottom, you only see this area. But the higher you go, you see other horizon. And you realize na hindi mapupulad na puntahan yung lugar na yun. The higher you go, all the more you realize na hindi ko pa pala napuntaan yung ilog na yun. That river there. The higher, the higher you go, the more you realize that you don't know that much. And when you are getting up, know a person, it's the same case. In the same time, when you're getting to know God, the more you grow deeper in your walk, the more you realize na mas malami ka palang kailangan malaman who God is. And what happened? It will humble you. It will humble you. You have no pride. You have no pride. I met people na ang daming alam. Konti lang alam, ang yabang. Pero I met people, a lady, matanda, pero tahimik, hindi nagsasilta, pero ang lalim na kanyang walk with the Lord. Maraming magaling mag-anon. Ako yun. Akala ko maraming alam. Yung pala, kunti pala. You see, the more you go higher in your walk with the Lord, the more you go deeper in knowledge of Him, you be humbled and realize, Lord, mas marami pala ako kalaman malaman sa iyo. You see, knowing God and His love is acceptable. There is always more to know about Him. It will never stop. It will never stop. We will continue on. My challenge, brothers and sisters, some of you have been Christian for many years. Nasaan na kayo sa mountain dyan? Kaya tanong mo sa atabi mo, nasa bottom ka pa ba? O tumataas ka na? Many of us have been Christian. Many of us probably have grown up in church. Been part of ministry. But yet, we're not pursuing in knowing Him. Hungering for Him. Like that psalmist says, like a deer that pants for water, I search for you. We have lost that thirst. And I pray for this year, as desire to, to go deeper in our walk, that we desire to love Him more and more. First, abiding in God's love calls us to know Him deeper. Secondly, Abiding in God's love is to live in God experientially. An experience with Him. Now, when I refer to live, how to live in experience, it means a life that you're walking with God daily. Abiding in Him, living in the Lord through His Word and the leading of the Holy Spirit. A Christian journey is not just an intellectual uh, exercise, but also a direct and personal experience with God. We're not just coming here on Sunday to listen me preach. 
Tapos iisipin mo lang, tapos iiwanan mo lang dyan. Tapos pag-uwi mo, my life. It's not just an intellectual, but a lifestyle. I found this beautiful quote. It says here, genuine knowing, personal knowing involves much more than head knowledge. It involves a relationship. It involves the heart. It involves the heart. Sadly, there's two extremes that's happening in our churches today. One extreme is this, very dogmatic, stiff, analytical, serious. Ganito dapat. Another extreme is seeking emotional, extreme, feeling, habol ang feeling. May two extremes. Some search na, oh, hindi ka pwedeng pumunta sa church na butas ang pantalon. Hindi pwede. Ganito dapat. Pag mag-worship, walang tataas kamay. Hindi iyak. Walang luluhod. Ganito dapat. Very stiff. The other extreme naman is don't care about the doctrine and theology. Ang habol ay feeling. Ayan, si Kuya Lloyd, pinaawit na naman yung I will give you my heart. Pero hindi, hindi ko pitch, dapat higher yung pitch para feel na feel ko ang awit. Hindi ko, dapat mas mataas pa yung pitch. Kung mas mataas pa ang pitch ni Kuya Lloyd, baka mahipo niya ang aking puso at nandun ang Holy Spirit. Wrong yon. That's wrong. Some people search for this feeling. Some people is too stiff. But we need to find a balance. We need to find with balance. And we have to be careful and discerning. Or else we go to the extreme. And But we thank God that we can find stability. And to find that balance is this. We are to abide in God. You know, abide in the scripture have been repeated many times. John wrote it many times. In the book of John, 40 times he wrote about abide. And then in this first John, he wrote it 18 times in word abide. What does abide mean? Abide means to remain. Abide means is to stay. Abide means is to hold fast. Maintain. To abide in God is expressed in many ways in the scripture. And let me show you some of them. To abide in Christ is firstly is to be connected and to be dependent in Him. In John 15 verse 5, it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. And from apart from me, you can do nothing. Recognizing that we are just branches and he is the vine. If we are not connected with him, we will, feel, we will not be victorious. We will not be fruitful. Many times when we live our Christian life and we are not fruitful, the first question is this, are you connected with the vine? To abide in Christ is to be connected, to be dependent on Him. Second one, to abide in Christ is to hate sin. 1 John 3, 6, it says here, No one who abides in Him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen Him or know Him. If you truly abide in Christ, you begin to hate sin. Sabi mo sa atabi mo, hate sin. Yung relationship mo sa, sa sin, lalayo ka. Yesterday, we were talking to MOH, some of the leaders. 
And he says there, a statistic has been given. He says there, 64% of Christian men view pornography at least once a month. I'm not sure if it's true in the church, but this statistic was done. He says 64% of Christian men, of Christian men view pornography. If, you, if we are abiding in the Lord, then we will keep our eyes to our wives and not go to the field. If we are to hate sin, if we are to abide in God, we are to hate sin. Kaya titigil-tigilan na natin ang chismis. Marites. Kung may kilala kang Marites, sabihin mo, 1 John 3.6. Memorize niyo, 1 John 3.6. Ba't ayaw niyo sabihin? Mukhang natamaan kayo ah. Sabi mo, mahal mo ang Diyos, you abide in the Lord. Tumalikod lang yung friend mo, tapos titirahin mo ang dabak. That's not abiding. When you abide, truly abide, then you deal it. You keep your mouth. You will not gossip. You will not judge people. And I tell you, it's hard, right? Especially kung amiga mo ang kasama mo. But the Lord says, if you abide then you're not keep on sinning. Keep on sinning. Church, we desire to mature in the Lord. Then we have to deal with sin in the right way. Cut it off. Because if we desire to abide in Him, then we have to deal it with seriousness. Hindi lang sabing mo, paminsan-minsan lang naman ako nagchichismis eh. Masarap kasi topic si Brother Sam. Please, church, Let's get serious. Let's get serious. Let's just stop those unnecessary sin. Like what I like what Brother Richard shared just now. He said what? In forgiveness. Sometimes we harbor that, for, that anger in our heart and not releasing it. But the Lord is telling you to release it. You know, sometimes it will creep into you. And you harbor that anger and you begin to sin. Each time nakita mo yung kapatid na yun sa church, galit na galit ka pa rin. Nakita mo sa Marymount MRT, ay sa parehong lakad nyo, ano ka sa kabila? Kahit na ulan, <laughs> iiwas. You know, if you're harboring sin, Living Word Fellowship, let's take it seriously. We want to glorify God, but one area is to stop many things that what the Lord is asking us to stop. Individually and even as corporate. Kung meron mag-chismis sa'yo, lumapit sa'yo, 1 John 3, 6. 1 John 3, 6. Kung lumapit si Laila sa'yo, 1 John 3.6, joke lang. <laughs> Let's take it seriously. See, 
To abide in Him is to give reverence to His Word. It says here in verse 15.10, If you keep my commandment, you abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandment and abide in His love. We're not just coming to church listening a sermon and leaving what we have here and drop it here once we left the church. We need to bring it home. We need to apply it in our lives. To God's Word. How do you give reverence to God's Word? Apply it in our lives. You know, one way that we should give reverence to God's Word in how you read God's Word. With an open heart. The posture. I was reading at, about this story about a man. Bago siya magbasa ng scripture, maliligo muna. Para gising na gising. For some of us, when you read the Bible, lihiga na muna. O open yung Bible up. Magbabasa ng two seconds. Sinong guilty? You know? I'm guilty too. Ask, ask my wife. Salita ng Diyos. Gagawin mo siyang comics. Reverence. Set a time. May time ka nga manood ng TikTok eh. Set a time. This is just basic. Give reverence to His Word. He's speaking to us. His Word. Wag yung mga before five minutes ka matulog, hindi ka lang magbabasa. 1 John 3.6, sige ka. Again, love one another. You see, God will transform our hearts. God will transform us as we abide in Him. Siya ang magbabago ng ating puso. You know, I sent a text sa one of our church sa office in a, a few of our elders. Tinanong ko sila ng statement to you. Do you agree or not? Let's play a pinohenyo. What's pinohenyo? Yes? No? Maybe, right? Do you agree with this? Do you agree? We can love without knowing God. You know you can love without knowing God. You can love the person na hindi mo asawa. Distorted nga lang. Hindi lang maayos. But again, see God created us with, with an emotion. God created us with that. But because of sin, na distortion. There are love that talaga isang nanay na talaga magtatrabaho yan. Yung mga hindi pa nananiwala sa Diyos. Pero you see their love for the children. That's real. That's love. You can love without knowing God. But many times, yung love na yun are distorted because of sin. Now, this statement. Do you agree? Yes or no? Okay. Yung ibang sa inyo nagbabackflip na yung mind. <laughs> you cannot not la. You know, you cannot love, you cannot not love if you truly love God and know Him. Because magiging natural yun. Because God changed you, you know Him, you love Him, the more the way you treat people will be different because God is working in you. 
and you will be naturally loving people. You see, Sister Salvi said here, if we truly love God, we should act and behave like Him. True biblical love is more than a feeling. It is consistent attitude of giving ourselves to God and others. You see, when we abide in God, we'll, our love towards others will change. When we love God, we're also going to live a Christ-centered life. Whoever said he abide in it ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. Imitating Jesus, the way he speaks, the way he treats people, the way he forgives, the way he would manage things. Yung priority niya ay sa Panginoon. And lastly, to abide in him, it is also to live a life closer union with Christ. We have read it in verse 16. We read so that we come to know and believe that the love that God has for us, God is love. And whoever abides in love abides in God. And God abides in him. I like this statement by David Banner. He said, in spite of how it might sometimes appear, Christian spirituality is not just a set of beliefs, nor is a list of prohibitions or obligations. Nor it is a spiritual self-improvement program. Christian spirituality is a journey towards union with God. First and foremost, therefore, it is a relationship. Our relationship with God. So, katabtan mo sa katabi mo, kamusta ang relationship mo kay Lord? Sunday lang ba kayo nagde-date? O pagpupunta ka lang sa church? How about your Monday? How about your Tuesday? You see, church, if we are to be serious with our team, we have to set our life. We have to remember our first love. As I conclude, abiding in God's love is to know Him deeper. And as we know Him deeper, we are to live a life experiential. Each new day, every day of our lives. Before I call upon the worship team, let me show you a story about, I think I mentioned to Brother Sam last Sunday. The author of this letter, John, is considered one of these, one of the brothers, and Sabidon is son of thunder. Pag tinawag kang son of thunder, ibig sabihin hashka. I would say bastos. Gustong away. Kaya in here in this statement, Luke chapter 9, verse 54, And when his disciples James and John saw what they said, sabi nito, kausap niya si Jesus, Lord, do you want us to tell the fire to come down from heaven and consume them? Ba? Gusto mo na natin tawagin at sunugin na itong mga to? Ganun ang attitude. Kaya tawag sa kanila ay son of thunder. Have you experienced people like that? Palaway? Tinignan niyo na yung mirror? <laughs> Many of us ay ganon, ha? But you know how the Lord changed him? He became this. John, the apostle of love. What's the secret? What's the secret? How many words that he used? Because he's abiding in the Lord. He's constantly abiding in God. And the Lord changed him from a son of thunder to an apostle of love. And I believe God can change the hardest of heart in this place. God can do great things. He can change and soften those hard hearts. 
But what He called us to do is to surrender the heart before God, abide in Him, and live for Him. Let us pray. Panginoon, salamat for this afternoon that you have reminded us for us to express before we can express love towards others, to our, to our, towards the community, towards the world who have not known you. You have to deal with our hearts first. I pray that today that you remind us to abide in your love, to grow deeper in our walk with you. Not just a Sunday event that we gathered here, dahil, dahil, dahil kailangan namin or it's been part of our lifestyle since young. But Lord, I pray na baguhin yung aming puso, that we will desire to know you deeper, to know you deeper, and also to live having that expectancy, to have that life of experiencing you each day, Lord God, as we read your word, as we live in prayer, and as we abide into the work of the Holy Spirit. Panginoon, you see every one of our hearts today. You can see the struggle that they are facing. Some of them might be struggling with sin or probably struggling with the situation that they are in. But Lord, I pray as you have reminded us today that we can hope in you. Lord, change our heart, renew us. Some of us, Lord, have forgotten our first love. Our heart become cold and become hard. But we ask for your mercy that you change our heart from the heart of stone to a heart of flesh, that we become so sensitive to your nudge, Lord God. Hallelujah. In your own way, just come to the Lord. Change us. we come to you. Joy! 
stand and sing, Lord, I veil my eyes, oh God. Lord, God for it. 
God is reminding you today that He loves you. Some of us here are just going through the routine of church. But once we enter Monday, you go back to square one. And you're deep in your heart, you said, Lord, I want more. Though my body is tired, but I want more. Some of you are tired at work and you want to desire to worship God more, but your flesh is weak. And you want more of God. He wants to minister to you this morning, this afternoon. Lord, you see all of our hearts this morning, this afternoon. You can clearly see the struggle that we are in. Some of us, Lord, ang puso namin ay matigas na dahil sa kasalanan. Lord, I pray that you remove that, Lord God. You call us to abide in you. And as we abide in you, you did call us to remove the sin, Lord. But we thank you that we have that victory in you. We have your word. We have your Holy Spirit that will remove, Lord. We have the spirit that will burn and remove the sin. Lord, I pray for all the men in this place that you preserve all our eyes, that you preserve all our heart, that we will not be part of the statistic, but we will be focused on you. Lord, I pray that you remove, oh God, in this place as we set the new year, Lord, as we have this new team loving God. Lord, I pray that loving God it will not just be words that we say in our lips, but Lord, it will be a lifestyle that we will live, that we will take you seriously, that we will pursue you, O oh God. Lord, I pray that we'll experience your presence more and more in our life. We don't just want the status quo, Lord God. Lord, in our family, you see, Lord, brokenness happening because you're not the center of all, of all. I pray for all the parents in this place that we will fall in love with you so that we will drag and bring our children to love you more. Panginoon, kailangan namin inyong presensya. Kailangan namin inyong hipo sa aming mga puso. Patawarin nyo kami at times lumalayo kami. But we know, Lord, you're merciful and you're full of grace. You're loving. And we humbly come to you this morning. Fill our hopes, our hearts with your love. Bring us back near to you. And even, Lord, as we call us to love you, you call us to love one another. You can see brokenness. Friendship will be broken. It is hurtful. It's not your will, Lord. But I pray that as we abide in your love, you will change our heart and we'll be able to forgive to seek reconciliation.
rush the time with Him. Because He's here in this place. Just the voices. All I want is more of you. All I want is more of you. Nothing I desire, your love, but more. benediction if any one of you need to be prayed after the service the elders will be here in front and we're going to pray with you the Lord has spoken to your heart and you know God is dealing with you with something the elders will be here to just come and pray with you and I call upon the elders to just be prepared because God wants to minister to each one of us he wants to touch our hearts. He wants to release us and experience Him more and more of Him in our lives. So I invite you to just come later after the benediction. Let's just raise a hand and receive the benediction so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may have the strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the land, and the height, and the depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all fullness of God. Panginoon, salamat sa inyong pag-ibig, and may you teach us to abide in you. May we know you deeper, and may we live for you each new day. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. If you need to be prayed for, come in front. Uh, just yung piano na lang, no? Piano, okay. Prayer podcast.